Hey guys, uh, welcome to another episode of Cigar Talks with Jason. Uh, again, I want to get to a fan question. I've gotten this question actually enough more times than I can uh, even count. There's always different variations of it, but I'll read you the most uh, recent one. Uh, the question goes, given the fact that many people are prejudiced against kinksters, BDSM enthusiast, to put it mildly, would you give us some advice on how to approach our partner and maybe our family so that our, quote, coming out does not freak them out? I know there is no recipe that will work for everybody, but maybe you could share with us your experiences. Uh, I know that trust and communication openly are prerequisites, but it's still not easy. How does that sound? Uh, so this is going to be a two-part thing. Um... First, I'm going to talk about just the coming out. This can, you know, apply to coming out as gay or, you know, coming out as, you know, you have a certain fetish thing you're into, whatever. I mean, the content's all different, but the process is the same. And again, you know, there's no one size fits all. You know, you might have to change a little bit, you know, and this is just my humble opinion based on my experiences. Now, I'm sure you guys have all heard the expression, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. And this could not be more true uh, with this type of thing. Um, I'm going to give two examples. Uh, first example is, um, my name's Billy, and um, I'm gay, and uh, I, I really hope that's okay with you. If you do that, that is going to attract bullying people making fun of you, talking shit behind your back, like, shit attracts flies. Because what you're doing is you're projecting weakness, you're projecting insecurity. Um, option B is to just be totally nonchalant about it, you know. Oh yeah, you know, last night, you know, my boyfriend John and I went to see this. If you say it like that, it's no big deal. Like, or, uh, you know, Let's say it's some kind of BDSM or kink thing. Oh my god, you know, last night, like, when Billy tied me up, like, it was fucking hot as shit. You know, he had me wear lingerie, whatever it is. But if you say it like that, there's nowhere to go. There's nothing to to make fun of. You're not, like, in videos, you'll hear me talk about, you know, showing humility and, you know, being vulnerable. This is not one of those situations. Um... You know, even uh, like a, a pop example I can give is Arnold Schwarzenegger. Um, he had a whole mess of shit in his, like, history. Uh, when he first came to this country, he was actually a houseboy for an older gay man. Um, he had done a gangbang video uh, with the black chick, like, new modeling for gay magazines, like, all kinds of shit. That, I mean, and, you know, when he became governor of California, he ran as a Republican. I mean, Republicans could take that shit and run with it. But the thing is, it was the way he handled it. He was like, yeah, I did that. There, There's nothing, there's nowhere to go. There's, no one can say anything, you know. But if someone confronts you about something like that and you're like, uh, well, like, I... I did it, but, you know, 
I don't really like I regret if you respond that way that is what's going to invite criticism and you know talking shit about you behind your back etc so it's all in how you say it. it you know it's all about you know like for me cockiness and arrogance is a complete and utter turnoff and you know when it comes to my videos I've actually had you know quite a few very attractive people approach me and they just ooze cockiness and arrogance and I'm just like Bleh. like I'm like I already know what that's going to look like on camera and that's not someone I want to be intimate with like that's a complete and utter turnoff but at the same time you need to have confidence like just be yourself like because things like insecurity, like what I talked about in my last video, that's not an attractive quality. Um, an example I could give is, uh, you know, let's say a guy's got, you know, a decent body, you know, or he's got a swimmer's build, but he's wearing clothes that are three sizes too big. And it's not because he's wanting to, you know, be some gangster or something, but he's wearing it because you can tell he's insecure about his body. Or you have a guy who's heavier set, you know, and this is, of course, going that you're going to be more attracted to the swimmer's build, which there's an equal amount of people that are more attracted to someone who's heavy set than a swimmer's build. So I'm not going to get into that. But assuming you'd be more attracted to the guy in the swimmer's build, me personally, I'm going to be a hundred times more attracted to the guy who's heavier set and is wearing, you know, form-fitting clothing, and I can tell he's confident in his body. Like, that's very, very attractive. Or, you know, if, if I'm having sex with someone and they turn off the lights and I can tell they're insecure with their body, like, that just kills it for me. I mean, that's just me personally. And I know a lot of this comes with age. Uh, I wasn't always this way. You know, I used to be insecure as hell when I was younger. But the thing is, you're you. If you go around comparing yourself to everyone else, you're miserable as hell. Just be you. And you know what? Your body looks the way it is. You know, your sexuality is what it is. Fuck what anyone else thinks. And to, to help highlight this point... Um, in my profession, I've lost count of how many times someone comes to me and they're like, oh, I've got this fantasy or, you know, whatever, but I'm like really ashamed of it. I haven't told anyone and, you know, I have to drag it out of them. And when they finally tell me what it is, I'm just sitting there like, dude, do you have any idea how common that is? Like, that is so common. It's unreal. But unfortunately... Because these things aren't talked about openly, people just, you know, they, they feel insecure and they feel like I'm the only person who's into this. And I can assure you from personal experience, that is not the case. I don't care what you're into. I guarantee 10 times more people are into it than you could possibly even imagine. Um, and, you know, as far as this coming out thing, you can also apply this to, you know, friends, etc. You know, it's, it's all about what you say and not being ashamed of it. Um, I was at uh, dinner with a friend of mine. This was like a few weeks ago. And uh, he was like, do you know where I can get any like erectile dysfunction medication? And he said it like under his breath, like he was ashamed of it. And I'm like, dude, 
nobody cares. You know, it's kind of like that you know, seeing Jurassic Park. Dotson, we got Dotson here. Nobody cares. You know, it's the same basic concept. And to prove it to him, I was like, hey, guys, guess what? I got an ED. My dick doesn't work. And I, you know, said it with a loud voice. And no one looked. No one cared. And the waitress came over. And I, I asked her. I was like, hey, just curious. You know, if you were dating a guy and, you know, he had to take Viagra or Cialis or whatever to get hard, would that make him any less of a man? And she's like, no. Why would I care? And... That's the point. A lot of the shame that we feel, we just create these scenarios and illusions in our head. You know, it, it, it's like if your doctor calls you and tells you, oh my God, I've got some really bad news. Come in and I'll talk to you about it on Friday. No matter how bad that news is, your mind is going to create something a hundred times worse. And the same thing applies. Um, now, as far as coming out to your partner, that is a little different it's a bit more complicated uh there's no one size fits all um in my experience like some of the things that i'm into it, it's not a first date conversation um it's it's something more that you kind of let out in small doses because to have a healthy relationship, you need to be sexually compatible. You know, so you could throw all your cards on the table on the first date and hey, that could work. It could backfire. Or another thing is just put out little feelers, just, you know, kind of go over one small line at a time and see, you know, oh, okay, you know, this person's into this or, you know, they're not into this. And, you know, just kind of slowly bring them into it. I wouldn't dump it all on them at once. But the one thing I will say with your partner, and this is by far fundamentally the most important thing, is you need to create an environment in which communication and trust is just, it's absolutely paramount. Because if your partner doesn't feel like they can communicate to you about what they like and don't like sexually, it's never going to work. So, you know, an analogy I like to give is, you know, let's say you've got a kid and you tell your kid, oh, yeah, you know, I want you to be honest with me all the time, etc. And your kid comes home and's like, oh, mom, dad, you know, I tried marijuana today. And your response is, what the fuck? Like, blah, 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 blah. Well, congratulations. You just guaranteed that kid is never going to tell you shit again. Same basic concept. Same exact process applies in a relationship. You know, when your partner is trying to be brutally honest with you and they say something you may not like or it may hurt you, fight those impulses to react like that and just be like, you know what? I would much rather be in a relationship where, I, where we are both able to be open and honest and communicate with each other because that's the only way your needs are going to get met. Again, the relationship one is a bit more complicated, but as far as coming out in general... It really is all about how you say it, how you carry yourself, your confidence, etc. So I really hope that uh, this video helped you guys. You know, even if you weren't one of the people who messaged me about it, I hope you're able to take something about it. And I will see you next video.